Hi, and welcome to the What the Word podcast with me, Jessica Weeks. This podcast is all about what has interested me for my entire life, the origins of words. Where did they come from, and what do they mean, and in what context should we be using them? All of those answers and more are coming up right now. So I was listening to the Merriam-Webster's podcast, Words Matter, and I thought about what makes a word matter. Is it the definition, the inflection in our voice when we say it? Oftentimes I think it's the context in which we use it, which is why finding the origins to these words and figuring out exactly when, why, and how we should use them is so important. Apparently a famous saying in linguistics is that each word has its own history. While we often use words without knowing the history of them, it doesn't mean that the history of a word is forgotten or that our positions to these words will remain the same forever. Opening our minds to the perspective of words helps us in context and in usage. Learning the origins is fascinating because so many of the words we use every single day likely had a different spelling or even meaning at first. Now, I know this seems random, but as a kid, I loved Nancy Drew. In fact, I used to write detective fiction all throughout elementary and middle school. I would stay up late at night, way later than I was supposed to, and write stories about detectives searching for clues that would give them the answer to the crimes or mysteries they were wanting to solve. If you haven't a clue yet, the word I'm talking about today is clue. Now, clue has an interesting origin because it derives from Greek mythology, but is native Germanic. According to the online etymology dictionary, in the late 1500s, the word clue, spelled C-L-E-W, came to mean a ball of thread or yarn. This later was found to be in reference to the clue of thread given by Ariadne to Theseus to guide them out of the labyrinth. Legend says that Theseus unwound a ball of string as he made his way out to the heart of the labyrinth and killed the dreaded minotaur and followed the string to find his way out. Inspired by this myth, English poet Geoffrey Chaucer, in his Legend of Good Women, published in around 1385, reads, There too I have a remedy in my thought, that by a clue of twine as he hath gone. His use of the word is getting closer to how we use it now. But by the 17th century, clue later came to be defined as the word we know now. Used in most contexts, the noun clue, spelled C-L-U-E, means to indicate by means of a clue. And writers gained this use of the word from Chaucer, leading them to the figurative use of clue of thread, an expression that meant guidance or solution. According to word histories, clue came to literally mean that which points the way. Now, going back to my love for Nancy Drew, I researched the first use of the word clue in the context of what we know it to mean now, and what's interesting is that the word clue doesn't really appear until the year 1660. According to the Grammarphobia blog, one of its first uses in detective fiction was in a novel by Fergus Hume. His novel, titled Mystery of a Handsome Cab, was published in 1886. Hume wrote, Another handsome cabman gave a clue which will no doubt prove of value to the detectives in their search after the murderer. Hume's use of the word is by definition how we use it today. It's the same word I used in my detective novels that I wrote as a kid and the same word that we hear in movies and in TV. What fascinated me about the word clue was its mythological origin. The way that words can change meaning over periods of time just shows how important words are. Knowing that the word clue was first used to mean a ball of yard or a thread in mythology that led gods to safety helps us to understand the definition it holds today, the way we see the word in books, movies, and TV, making it that much more important. Anyway, that's the story of Clue. 
Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you tune in again for more of me nerding out on words.